everyone. Welcome to another episode of Being a Big Fat Woman. Um, this week I am joined by the beautiful Shay, or also known as Lolly Locket. So welcome, Lolly. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So um, I just will, I guess we'll just get right into it. So why did you want to um, be a part of Being a Big Fat Woman? So after listening to your introduction, um, mm. I just knew that it would be super relatable, not only to myself, but to most women out there with body issues. Um, yeah. And just thought, you know, there might be people out there that are going through similar circumstances as myself, um, mm. you know, suffering with medical conditions and issues with mental health that you know, coincide with weight issues. Yeah, definitely. So when you say medical issues, do you have anything specifically that you want to discuss? Yeah, so I've, I've you know, been struggling with depression and anxiety for about five years now. Um, yeah. Also thyroid issues, which yeah. I'm sure many women out there can relate to that. Um, <laughs> yes, every, pretty much everyone <laughs> I've spoken to has had issues with it. But with, with mine, I was going through blood tests once a month for about six months and yeah. they were recording my thyroid levels. And, you know, one month it would be overactive, the next month it would be underactive. Oh and, God. yeah, they never knew what was going on. And I ended up having to have a, an ultrasound on mm. my thyroid to see what was going on. And, you know, after about six months, of this roller coaster thyroid, they pretty much came back to me and said, there's nothing wrong. Oh my God. And it's like, like, obviously there is something wrong. It's just <laughs> it's like coming up all over the place. Oh, it's so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So they pretty much just dismissed it. And, wow. you know, that's a, that's a huge issue. It, it pretty much controls hormones that help you lose weight. And yeah. I've been struggling with that for so long. So I thought that that was, finally going to be an answer and then mm. you, doctors come back and tell you no that's that's not that's not the answer <laughs> oh, that's so frustrating oh my God. and that sort of like wraps into mental health issues as well because like I definitely know from experience if you're sort of waiting for a positive result and then you don't get it it like really increases sort of like how you're feeling about yourself and like really like sort of forcing the uncomfortable and like the unhappiness and then stuff like that like if you're sort of being like oh finally like I can get answers and I can lose weight yeah. and then they're like yeah lol nah then you're like oh crap yeah you I actually broke down in tears when she was like yeah. this isn't this isn't your issue and I was like then please tell me what my issue is yeah exactly oh man it's so frustrating and um, yeah thyroid issues Oh, sorry, you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thyroid issues can, um, they can affect your mental health as well. Like, um, they thought for a while that that might be the reason for my depression, but mm. you know that's been happening for about five years. So they were like, "That's probably not the reason." Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's very frustrating. Man. So for the people listening, could you sort of explain to people who don't really know, like? what can happen to your body with thyroid issues? Yeah, so the thyroid 
pretty much controls a bunch of hormones um, mm. that uh, that control your body temperature, your you know mental health, obviously, and your weight, your heart rate. Yeah. Um, so it controls a whole bunch of things. Um, yeah. And yeah, when that is kind of overacting, overreacting, and underreacting, it's pretty much your life is on a roller coaster sometimes you're anxious and sometimes you're you're unmotivated just because of what your thyroid is telling your brain pretty much yeah 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 one of my um colleagues has an overactive thyroid mm-hmm. and it sort of like he he's had very similar issues like he has gone to the doctor and they're like, nah, you have nothing wrong. And then the next week they'll be like, no, actually you've got an overactive. No, actually you've got an underactive and it's all yeah. over the place. But he has sort of the opposite issue to what I'm presuming you have and what I have is that he is never hungry. He never yeah. like feels anything in his body sort of. So he like feels okay, doesn't get sick, but he like mm-hmm. never feels hungry and never feels like any any anxiety, any anything. He's sort of just like, he describes himself that he has just like this empty, bizarre body. Yeah. Whereas I'm on the other end. I'm just like I'm always hungry and I'm always emotional and I'm always <laughs> yeah. I'm always anxious. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. so interesting, like hearing that he is also negative about himself because he's sort of like, yeah. "What's wrong with me? Why don't I ever want to eat lunch? And why don't I ever like feel this and feel that?" And so like. Yeah, I think it's interesting. One extreme to the other. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I would love to never want to eat lunch. That's so ideal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But then you can put yourself in his shoes as well. And it's like, I want to eat, but why can't I eat? And, exactly. you know, I should yeah. be anxious about this situation, but I'm not. So, yeah. you know, it's like I said, one extreme to the other. Like, <laughs> where's the yeah. middle it's just I know <laughs> no one's the middle that's the thing, no. that's the thing that, like on this podcast I just really want to like make sure people know that like no one just lives this cool crazy life and like there's no average yeah that's right exactly cool so another thing we really wanted to talk about so you started um doing lady drag so uh-huh. what's that called what's it called to do lady drag so I'm a bio queen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you sort of explain what you're about as your bio queen, which is a lolly locket, also cute as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so I kind of got into drag through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've always been super into makeup. Um, and, yeah, just started seeing all of these amazing looks that, you know, were inspired by drag queens. And I was like, yeah. this, is, this is pretty cool. Um, and then of course that kind of led to watching RuPaul's Drag Race, which I'm sure everybody watches. <laughs> um, and so I saw Jinx Monsoon on season five, and mm. she she has narcolepsy and was open about it. Um, and I kind of thought, well, hey, this person is going through, you know, a medical condition, mm. but they're still fabulous and they're still living their life. And yeah. I thought, you know, that's that's kind of who I want to be. I want to be uh, confident in myself and I want to be out there and outgoing 
and a strong person. But, mm. you know, it's awesome to be able to do that while dressing up as a completely different person, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I really like the idea that, like, I've, I've watched RuPaul, like, religiously. <laughs> and, like, one of the things that always comes out of it is that, like, people find who they are while yeah. they're like being someone else which I think is just like so cool and so interesting but like expressing yourself and like doing what you want to do and being this other well not being necessarily this other person but like dressing up and then doing this and that is actually like how people find themselves and how they discover like who they actually are and what their personalities are like and stuff like that it's just oh, so cool <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. It's It was such a um, creative outlet for me. I've always been such a creative person. Um, and then, you know, from going out of college in pretty much straight into a full-time job, you yeah. kind of lose that part of you where yeah. you just get sucked straight into being an adult and working nine to five and being exhausted and not really wanting to do a whole lot. Yeah, um, that's right. But with drag, it kind of pushes me to be, you know, the creative person that I used to be, but in this awesome kind of atmosphere that I get to, you know, play with makeup. I, I've started sewing, um, yeah. creating my own outfits, you know. It's, it's just <laughs> such an expression and yeah. I'm so passionate about it and it's just – yeah, it's just such an awesome, um, you know, thing to do and thing to be in. Oh, that's so cool. I'm, like, so happy to hear that you've, like, discovered that and stuff. It's just, like, awesome. So how yeah. do you say, like, what sort of changed about yourself now that you've sort of discovered yourself in drag? I'm I'm so much more confident than I was, you know. Um, when I started gaining weight, I was like, oh, you know, I'm fat, like, I can't look nice in clothes. I don't want to go out because I look I look gross. And now I'm like, you know what? Just because I'm plus size doesn't mean that I can't look like a star. I can't yeah. be fabulous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, like it's just it's just amazing the self confidence you get when you look in the mirror and you see your face beaded, like your wig looking amazing, and you just yeah you can just look in the mirror and be like, I'm so happy with yeah. what I see in the mirror because I created this and, you know, this is my creation and I yeah. did this and that's me. Oh, that's so cool. So has it sort of like changed your view when you're not in drag of yourself? Like do you look at yourself and you're like, damn girl, this is me. This is what I've done. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely given me a lot more, self-confidence I'm not afraid to be my weird and wacky self outside of drag like yeah. the uh, a couple of weeks ago I was like you know what I want to do I want to dye my hair half blue and half pink so I went out and did it yeah just because I wanted to do it <laughs> and it's just yeah it's crazy you know you think where you started from looking on Instagram and now I'm so much more confident in myself and in my body because I know I can go out and you know look amazing and I can look feminine and just because I'm plus size doesn't mean that I don't 
look amazing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so accurate like everything you're saying I'm just like yeah so cute yes, I am beautiful and yeah 100% right. ah, everyone is it's just yeah it's like definitely I find it sort of interesting like when I think about the podcast that I'm doing I'm still sort of like trying to convince myself of these things as well like I'm so like everyone you're so beautiful and everyone like don't feel this way but I'll still like look at myself in the mirror sometimes and be like i feel like we yeah every everyone has talking to other people and hearing like how they view people and how they view themselves yeah you are beautiful you are wanted like but (laughs) when you look at yourself you're like uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's so good so um my last question for you is that um, I'm sort of trying to get at like what we should be telling, especially young women growing up now who don't really understand body image and don't really understand that everyone's completely different. What sort of a message that you would want to share with people and, and that you wish you knew sort of when you went through these hard times yourself? Yeah, if, you know, if I could go back and tell my younger self, you know, being a certain weight or a size doesn't define who you are as a person, um, kindness, compassion, and your inner strength are more valuable qualities than, you know, being a certain size. Um, and if people don't accept you for who you are, then you really just don't need them in your life. You just, you know, do a spring clean, just get rid of all of the negativity in your life. You don't need those kind of people dragging you down because you're going to find people that, you know, appreciate you and love you for who you are and they're not going to care about what size you are. You don't, you don't need to think about that constantly when you're with people and, yeah. you know, when you find someone or you find a group of friends that love you for who you are, it really just doesn't matter. Like, it's just so relevant. It, it, it really just <laughs> no one – that it's not something that's ever brought up you know it's just when you find a group of friends which I have in drag you know they don't they just tell you that you look amazing like and they look amazing it really just does not matter what your size is like who cares about a number on your clothes like oh that's so true and like that's right like even thinking about it like you would never go up to someone and be like hi my name's Ellen and I'm a size 18 like, exactly. no one's like, and you don't exactly. like oh yeah there's my friend Cynthia she's like a size 10 what the hell like you just don't think about exactly. anything it's not something that you think about with other people so why do you force yourself to think about it so much because yeah. like I said when it all comes down to it it doesn't define your character it doesn't define your soul and your life yeah oh my god that's so true <laughs> I'm like oh this is so good <laughs> if I'm you serious. can't love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else <laughs> it's so true oh my god RuPaul what a man what a lady perfect <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shay, for being on this tonight. It's just, oh, it's just been so good. And thank you've addressed you so many. Me. 
such a fun thing. Oh, you're so welcome. Come on anytime. I've loved it so much. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Being a Big Fat Woman. I'll be back next week for more. Yeah, good night. All right. Good night. Bye. <laughs> See you.